Okay, we've been starting. Fantastic. Jean-Marc, are you ready? Perfect. Welcome everyone. We are here with Jean-Marc Pieplou, Egnos Exploitation Program Manager, who is here with me to discuss uh, together the role of EU-Spine Operating Galileo and Egnos, which is the European Geostationary Navigation Overlay uh, Service, and explain me how the European GNSS Service Center and the Galileo Reference Centers contribute to the general provision of the Galileo service. Jean-Marc, it's a pleasure to be here with you. How are you doing? Fine, it's a pleasure for me also. Fantastic. Where are you based today? So I am in Prague at the headquarters of uh, USPA, the Fantastic. EU agency. For, yeah. Beautiful city. I'm in Milan, so we're in the same uh, time timetable. So b before we start, uh, maybe I was wondering if we can step uh, back uh, one, for, do one step back and maybe define together all the terms that we will use today. Because last episode we did indeed discuss Galileo, but maybe it's better if we remind our audience uh, what actually Galileo is. Can you help us? Yeah, Galileo is actually is the, the EU program to deliver global uh, navigation services all over the world. So there are multiple services and uh, it's based on the constellation of, of satellites. So this is the name for the overall program. And what is EGNOS instead? And EGNOS is, so EGNOS is the, the European Navigation Overlay System, Service System. It is a European system delivering service over Europe to improve the, the performance and the reliability of the GPS today and tomorrow of Galileo also, GPS and Galileo. And it and is maybe, used for safety of life applications. And maybe we can also remind our audience what is the GNSS, which I know is a term that will come mm -hmm. back again and again during the interview. I know that is the European, that is called Europe's Global Navigation Satellite System, but is it our version of the GPS? Is this correct or not? Yes, GNSS is a general uh, name for uh, all uh, naviga satellite navigation systems. So indeed, the EU GNSS is the uh, European GPS in, uh, in, uh, in substance, yes. Fantastic. So I know USPA operates both EGNOS and Galileo, but what does this mean in, uh, in substance, in essence? So the, these two, these two programs relies on uh, infrastructure, infrastructure on the ground and infrastructure in space. So the operation is to uh, ensure that the, the, the satellite are delivering the, the signals which allow the, the user receivers and the, the users to obtain the navigation solution. So it is both about operating constellation of satellites and also operating a large network of ground stations which are distributed around the, around the world to elaborate the, the navigation data which is transmitted to the users. So this is in a, yeah, a few words, what, what is operations? Then beyond operations, of course, the system is not static, so you need to maintain it. You need to replace equipment. You need to modernize the stations, replace satellites, modernize satellites. You need also to answer to the needs of the users, so you need to evolve the services which are delivered. So it's all that in, in a nutshell. This is something that people always forget, the machine break. So we cannot just build the machine, we have to maintain it and repair it. Can you take us through maybe the services that USPA provides in, within this umbrella of, of the, within this scenario? Yeah, so there are two big families of services. And so the global services, which are uh, offered worldwide, this is done through Galileo, through the Galileo constellation. 
So the first service is the, the open service. So it's a bit the equivalent of the GPS service we are, we are, we are, uh, which is delivered by, by the, the US. It is allowing to have a navigation solution, allowing navigation and positioning and also timing. So to have a precise, not only precise position, but also precise time. So it's a free of charge service. It's available to everybody. And it is today offering better performance than, than the GPS that, uh, that is used. And now you find it everywhere in all, in all smartphones. So this is a, the, the, the first important service of Galileo, but Galileo is designed to, to other services. Um, so another one which is already operational today is the search and rescue. So it is support Galileo is providing for uh, localizing and, and uh, beacons, localizing users which are in distress and sending message and allowing to localize precisely the person in distress and, and triggering the, 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 rescue, uh, the rescue actions. So this is what we call the, search and the support to the search and rescue service. Then Galileo is offering also since a few months a high accuracy service. So this one is improving the accuracy down to a submeter, so an accuracy of a few tens of centimeters. Wow, uh, tens also, of centimeters? Uh, also, also worldwide. So this is called the, the high accuracy service. And there are also specific users for uh, governmental applications. So those users have specific needs, and in particular to have a, a more robust service with access control. So this is what is called the, the PRS, the Public Regulated Service. So this one is under test, and it will be delivered soon to, to the users. It is for other types of, of applications. So actually there are several services we try to focus on different types of user communities. And then this is for the global, the global service provided by Galileo. And then there are regional services provided over Europe by another infrastructure, which is EGNOS. So these services are, there are three services. An open service, which is improving accuracy. It's used for farmers, for instance, for precision agriculture. And there is the central service of EGNOS, is the safety of life service, which is providing additional insurance and allowing not only use by general public of the navigation solution, but used by aviation for precision landing. So to guide automatically planes for landing with a, a particular focus on the, on the vertical guidance, which is important for the, for the planes. And there is a last service, which is, which is called EDAS, Data, EGNOS Data Access Service, which is providing data through Internet uh, for uh, applications uh, which uh, can use the data to develop other services in, in various domains. So this is, let's say, more uh, kind of B2B service which offers data to other industries that will develop their applications. Fantastic. I was very impressed about the high accuracy service. Did you, just to specify, did you say 10 centimeters or a tenth, one tenth of centimeters? No, so it's, 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 I, I said submeter. So submeter, mm -hmm. it is below one meter. So it is, oh. we, are, we are talking more about 20 centimeter accuracy. I mean, still fantastic. It's impressive considering where the satellite is. <laughs> and uh, I suppose uh, you just gave me an overview. I was wondering if you can explain, in a sort of way, split between uh, explain us the overview of the space services that USPA provides versus the ground segment. Yeah, so the between Galileo and EGNOS is two different space segments. So Galileo relies on a, a constellation of satellites 
So we are talking about the minimum 24 satellites and up to 30 satellites, which are in the, in the same orbit. Several satellites are visible at all times everywhere. So it allows everywhere on Earth to build a navigation solution from the, from the constellation. And on, so Galileo, this is the, the space segment of Galileo. And the ground segment, there are mainly two ground segments. A first ground segment to monitor and control these satellites, and constellations, to monitor, to send telecommand, to configure, to control the satellites. And there is another ground segment, which is called the ground mission segment, which, is, which relies on a, an ensemble of stations, which are monitoring the satellites and computing the navigation data, which is then transmitted by the satellite and allows to build the, the position solution at the, at the user level. So this is globally the, the, the space and the ground segment of, of Galileo. IGNOS, the space segment is a bit different. It is, we don't have our own satellites. We are actually relying on payloads or equipment on board the classical telecommunication satellite in, uh, in geostationary orbit. And the IGNOS constitutes essentially of a ground segment. So it's uh, more than 40 ground stations which are monitoring the, the signal computing navigation data, computing integrity data, and transmitting them uh, through the geostationary uh, satellite payloads. So these are the, the space and ground segment we have to, to handle at uh, USPA. And we often hear the, the, the word GSC and GRC and their role. And I think mm -hmm. maybe it would be interesting if you could explain us, A, the difference between the two, and their role, the role of each within the Galileo Agnos uh, panorama. Yeah, so the GSC, the, the Genesis Service Center, uh, it is here to ensure the interface between uh, the program, the service provider, uh, USPA, and the users. So if you want the, 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 the notion of service is you have first to deliver the signal. So this is done through the, the ground and the space segment. So the signal is one thing, but you need on the other hand to provide information to the users, uh, all information necessary to know the status of the system, the status of the service, and also to support the application in the user domain. So this is done by the GNSS Service Center, which is the interface to the users. And the, the, the Galileo Reference Center is a center which has a different objective, which is to monitor uh, the performance of the system. So it is, its objective is to continue, continuously uh, obtain and uh, monitor what are the performance of the, of the service. And it relies also on a network of uh, stations and cooperation with member states also to have an ensemble of network which allow at each time to have a precise knowledge of the, of the status of the service and of the performance. Fantastic. This is very interesting always to see how many pieces and important parts they just come together when it comes to operate something so complicated and complex like uh, a constellation like this can be, for example, Galileo. And we haven't mentioned Copernicus, yes, the two systems, I know they're two different constellations, uh, but I think you'd be interested to understand what is the relationship. You explain us the relationship between USPA and Galileo and USPA and Agnes, but I think it would be interesting to understand the relationship between USPA and Copernicus. How does it work? How does it operate? Yeah, Copernicus is another flagship program of the, of the U-Space program. The role of USPA is different than Copernicus, so it is focusing on the development of the market 
the development of new market, I would say. So first in terms of market intelligence, because USPA has experience on, on Galileo on EGNOS on the market monitoring on the various segments. So it is making use of this experience to extend that to other potential market and domain of application of the Copernicus data. And USPA is also, let's say, promoting new innovation, new entrepreneurship on a new field of application of the Copernicus data. So this is the focus of the agency today. But USPA does not operate Copernicus, correct? No, exactly. Okay, no, no. exactly. But it promotes it somehow, its uptake. Yes, yes, it is focused okay. on the market development. Okay, 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 okay. How come there is this interest in focusing on, on this part of the segment? Wait, I, yeah, how come the use space interested in that part? Yeah, the, the Copernicus program is a, is a program which uh, has some history, so there are already actors operating the constellation, operating the also various centers, service centers. And so the, let's say, the, the, the added value of USPA is to bring uh, its competence built on, uh, on GNSS and to complement the, 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 the role of the various actors which are today working on, uh, on Copernicus and, and delivering the satellite, delivering uh, the data. So there is no need to replace the, 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 all the actors which are doing that. However, there is a point to develop as much as possible the, the use of Copernicus, in particular in the in new commercial domains, and this is where USPA can bring an added value. Fantastic. Thank you, Jean-Marc. Last question. Last year, during an interview at the European Space Conference, a member of the European Commission told me that we should promote our GNSS better because if there is something that we are not good at, we are not pushing it as good as the Americans push the GPS. So if you could pitch the GNSS and say why our system is actually better than the GPS, what would you say? Well, Galileo is first rank in the GNSS in terms of accuracy. He's the best. Galileo is the best, the most accurate GNSS system in the world. Fantastic. When well, should we all switch? <laughs> is there anything else you would like to add, Jean-Marc? Well, maybe just to to realize the importance of Galileo, we we pass the. 3 billion users of Galileo. So it's something which is a demonstration of the success of the program, but also the obligations on the on USPA and the team to deliver the services. 3 billion users worldwide, I suppose. Yes, yes. Of course. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, Jean-Marc, it was a pleasure to have you here. I uh, thank you very much for explaining us uh, the, all this complex uh, interrelation and all these uh, little pieces of the jigsaw that go to compose the European Space uh, Constellation uh, Program. And I'm looking forward for our next episode with the uh, USPA team. And thank you very much for being with us today. It was a pleasure for me. Thank you. Thank you.